Hello and welcome to another episode of All Right Shutter the Podcast. That's right. Zach is fired up. We have a Zach, this was a big day for you. It was, it was. Huge day. Zachary Troy entering the market and entering it by kicking down the damn door and saying, Give me that game stock right now. Because I'm going to the fucking moon with it. I think it's pretty cool, man, what these Redditors did to the Wall Street, you know, just fucked over the hedge funds, um, you know, kind of stuck a middle finger to them and said, we're taking this over, you know, Bernie Sanders style with our bittens and all. Um, but, you know, I'm happy to support a, a company like GameStop, too, man. You know, a lot of childhood memories there, going to GameStop in the mall, begging on my mom for the latest PS2 game, you know, trying to get the next Grand Theft Auto, Halo on the Xbox. So uh, a lot of nostalgia, man, and uh, you know it's, it's you're fucking the man. You got the nostalgia factor. It's a bang bang boop. You know you're going whoop. Do you feel like a goddamn rebel shot out of hell? I felt good, man. When it first happened, I felt good. It, it, the the numbers were going up before uh, they were skyrocketing, and then I just watched them pummel down today, man. After the man, you know, kind of started to clamp down back on the uh, a Wall Street. Uh, reddit community uh so it was it was pretty disappointing there but i think we're gonna have a rally tomorrow and we're gonna come back strong stronger than ever hold on to the rocket ship we're going to the moon buckle up you know when when man first set foot on the moon it wasn't an easy first step it was a little bit of a bumpy ride god damn it and it's gonna be a bumpy ride till we hit off tomorrow i think this dog is gonna go high did i say moon Oh, I meant Jupiter. <laughs> oh, man. What are your estimates for tomorrow? Where do you think you're going to see it at? We're going to see it up in the 500s, 600s? End of day, 1,200. 1,200. I don't know if you could take that to heart if uh, we have any investors out there. <laughs> Look, I'm not a financial advisor. Okay. That's good that we disclosed that, you know. Zach, Zach is an economics major. It clearly he studied, it, it didn't help me. I'm following a bunch of uh, you know degenerates on Reddit to tell them what to do. You know, I, I really hope that there's a college senior out there or, or a master's student who's who's now been inspired to write his senior thesis on Wall Street Bets subreddit. I would love that. I I mean, I'm sure that paper is being written out there for sure. I mean, I've read countless articles today about it. You know, the New York Times had three separate articles about it. Um, you know, it's a good storyline. These uh, the common folk taking over Wall Street as they've taken over everything else based on the internet. You know, we've had everyone being canceled. This kind of culture, and now I guess you could say Wall Street's canceled. Oh yeah, I love that. I love that. You know, these hedge funds—they're responsible for the 2008 bubble, housing bubble crisis. It's time that we shove their crisis up their a holes. And, it, and take this shit to the moon. Yeah, if you read the Reddit, man, there's a lot of stories about that. Like people remembering the 08 crisis, how their family struggled. And it's very sad, you know. It's like that Wall Street can just fuck up people's lives like this and then get off scotch-free. You know, it was kind of like a, a comeuppance for that. You know, they finally got what's coming to them by the uh, the people. But I'm, I'm sorry to say that I think it's going to be clamped down here soon, you know. The, the billionaires aren't going to let themselves lose money very long. Unfortunately, they have too much power. 
So you, you're, you're basing that off of these New York Times articles? Um, not just the Times, but yeah, multiple other articles saying that, you know, it's very risky investments. Um, and eventually it's going to it's going to write itself. People are going to start selling, uh, selling off because they get scared, you know. I hope you're dead wrong. Me too. I hope for my own for my own bank account sake. I hope I'm dead wrong, huh, child. You know, <laughs> that's just uh, my feeling today. You know, watching it plumble all day. It's it wasn't fun, but quite it's, addicting. It's it is extremely addicting. Um, so I got in for a few shares at one twelve, and then I was convinced, and I went all in yesterday. Not all in, but pretty heavily, and. Uh, I, yeah, I've been riding a emotional roller coaster. I've been checking the after hours. The after, you think it's volatile? I was when, just watching trading right hours? now. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Last night, so I'm ahead five hours. So everything's worse, right? So I can actually wake up and check the after hours. It was two o nine. It was five o five. It was two fifty. It was four sixty, and my heart was just jumping up and out of my chest every time. But Man, this is, you know what, if I lose a lot of money, at least I had fun. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's what you're kind of paying for, right? It's like the entertainment value. You feel like you're part of a movement here, a little bit of like a, a second renaissance of Occupy Wall Street almost. Um, but I have a feeling that a lot of people are going to lose a lot of money on this deal. Um, you know, I saw some other stories about people losing like their life savings on Robinhood when it first came out. Um, obviously, that's a big factor in this story. Robinhood stopped the... the uh, buying of those uh, Reddit stocks, uh, for lack of a better term today. So I think that drove down the price a lot too. But, you know, it's a dangerous game to, to play in stocks. It's basically gambling. It's like you're betting on sports. Especially this type of gambling. You know, if you buy an index fund, you see it go up. If you buy like a S&P index fund, averages 10% a year. Right. You know? Right here, over like a 401k type deal. Yeah. Yeah, that's not really gambling. But this Reddit, I mean, this is gambling. Let's be honest about Yeah, buying a bunch um, of stocks of one company and hoping it just blows up in one day. Yeah, yeah. it's, But it's been really, really fun. Um, I, I, I think it's going to shoot up tomorrow. I, you know, I don't know about my 1,200. But, you know, if you look at – if you compare this to the Volkswagen one, the short squeeze in, in 2008, the Volkswagen short squeeze, it went up to over 1,000. And they were, uh, their short floats were, I think, like at 30 or 40%. Mm -hmm. And for GameStop, the short float is 140%. So there's more to lose. So like you said, the, they might just manipulate the market so much that they don't lose this much. Right. Which is fucked up. It's so fucked up, man. Uh, yeah. I really but yeah, you, know, you don't put it past happen. them. You see, we've seen, we've grown up our whole lives seeing market manipulation and financial crises. I mean, we're at what in our third one now, and it's it's just no stopping to it. No one regulates it. Um, if they do put regulations on it, you know, it get lifted eventually. They get bailed out. There's no repercussions for these people. You know, why would they stop manipulating the market so they're making billions of dollars, while the rest of us, you know, are surviving on you know paycheck to paycheck. Yeah. And even if we get some money to invest, like the safest thing is 10% a year. We're not like raking in billions like they are off of, off of hardworking people, you know? Right. Yeah. Not good. Um, quite ironic that a company called Robinhood is blocking people's 
you know, they're supposed to be for the people. Right. That was their whole shtick, you know. Their namesake is such, you know. They're, uh, they're trying uh, to save their own ass, man, because they're going to lose a lot of money off this too, you know. Yeah. I, well, so, so yesterday, GameStop and the Reddit stocks did great. And the market as a whole did poorly. Right. Today, you saw market did well. Reddit stocks <laughs> went down. Yeah. Just like so, they wanted it to happen. Isn't that a little ironic? You know, just like they want it to happen, it happened today, huh? It seems a little too perfect, if you ask me, you know. Yeah, I'm pretty pissed off about it. The Nokia stocks, don't freak out about those. I think you hold on to those, they're going to come back up. Because um, Nokia, unlike GameStop, unlike AMC, has like more of a promise, you know? Like, I don't know what GameStop's future is, you know? Yeah, because most people buy their games like online now. I know, at least for me personally... Um, I buy all my video games just download it because it's so much easier, and then it's on your system, and you don't have to worry about you know finding a disc or a, a game card, you know. Yeah, I do enjoy the experience of playing a game, going to GameStop, and getting twenty five cents for it uh, two years later. <laughs> that was kind of like the biggest like media thing with GameStop back in the day, is people just make fun of it. Like there's all those memes, like you take like this whole stack of games and like your house, and like all right, that'll be two fifty. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You bring them like an old uh, sports game that comes out every year. They give you ten cents for it. Yeah, <laughs> that was um, that was kind of like the last time GameStop was relevant, honestly. Um, of, at least of my memory. But it it is fun to go and browse the games, you know. Um, and you can get used games there, which are usually cheaper, which is kind of nice, honestly. That's probably their biggest uh you know, thing is you can get used games for a lot cheaper. Oh yeah. I used to go there with like, okay, I'll spend 20 bucks and I'll leave there with three or four games, you know? Yeah. I mean, a new game these days run you like 60, 70 bucks. Ridiculous. Yeah. Ridiculous. And you know, not to go on a tangent, but I recently sold my PlayStation. Really? You know, How are you feeling about that decision? Uh, I feel very good about it. Right now. Uh, now. Now I waste my time doing other things. Yeah, I thought I would replace it with a productive hobby, but mm. see, it never happens that way. Yeah. yeah, I tried to delete TikTok recently to you know try, I waste a lot of time in there. I just went to Instagram, you know. It's just the flip flop. Like, what do you want to waste your time on? So you're an avid TikToker, watcher, not a producer. Yeah, yeah sure. We'll we'll add your link. Don't worry. <laughs> um, how would you compare Instagram Reels to TikTok? Is it exactly the same thing? It's pretty close, but uh, I would say TikTok has a lot better content. I think just because it was first, there's better content creators on the uh, their thing. The, the form is the same, but there's better yes. content on TikTok, I would say. I have one complaint with Instagram Reels. Mm-hmm. Often they take a TikTok and put it in the reel, and you can't see half of the screen. Yeah. Because they're just annoying. stealing TikToks. I mean, that's that's what Instagram's whole thing is. They just steal whatever they want. The stories, where is that stolen from? Snapchat. You know? Guess who's not using Snapchat very much? This guy. Really? Why? Yeah, because I can check stories on the gram. Exactly. Yeah. I, I, Snapchat's only good for, like, if you're sending direct snaps to someone. It's almost like another form of texting. Yeah. It's kind of a, like a less invasive form of texting. You know who uses it a lot? I've... Denoted are like, if you're trying to like, if you're, 
people trying to hook up with each other use Snapchat over text. That's what I've heard from people, you know? Like, yes. yeah. if you're trying to slide into someone, like, you know, like the you up text, it's like a you up Snapchat. It's like, you know, a little less, little cheekier, I guess. I don't know. That's what I've yeah, heard. Yeah, it's, it's not as direct. It's like, like a text is like, please answer this soon. Right. You know? And Snapchat is like, hey, whenever you get around, you can sit to, there, like, yeah. Snapchat, it's know? chill, you know. <laughs> it's essentially the same thing, but it's, yeah. I guess not, not as urgent, you know. Right. Even in Snapchat, like, hey, can you come outside? Uh, you know, I'm here to pick you up. You would call or text, you know. That's true. Snapchat's um, so, kind of like, hey, I'm here when you need it. You know, that's a yeah. good point. Doesn't look it's as good desperate. for. It's good for like getting to know someone, like if you're trying to hook up or starting something. You want to send like these goofy Snapchats and yeah, you get those faces. Yeah. yeah, you had quite a Snapchat face back in the day, Troy. Yeah, you know it's perfected over long times. Someone to say it's my blue steel. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> I, I've been doing the point a lot. I do a little the face point. You know, I see a lot of people go with the the peace sign on top of the head. I've seen that trend recently. Uh, yeah. What I've been doing is like. I send people a picture of half of my face, uh-huh. and then every time I move farther and farther away from the center until it's just the ear. <laughs> you know, I, I miss when you used to send uh, Snapchats of the toilet. Those were good ones. Yeah, yeah. You, you didn't miss it because you didn't reply. I'm sure. <laughs> Anyways, we're going to off track here. Back to GameStop. Man, man. I really hope it surges up tomorrow. Uh yeah, for your own I mean, sake, you man. You have a big stake in this. Yeah, I can't sell now because it's after hours, but I don't know. I mean, look, whenever I lose, like, you know, I can make it back. I'm young. I don't have a house payment or anything. So Yeah, I mean I'm the lucky. money luckily for you to come back, but I hope some of these people aren't losing their literally losing their houses on this. You know, I've seen stories of people getting out mortgages on their home to be in the day trader, you know, well cashing out all their credit cards. It's an addiction, I'm man. Sorry. It is an addiction, but that's a choice they made. Like, oh, I agree. I mean, it is their choice. Yeah. It's just, it is kind of crazy how easy it is. Like, I would never think that trading stocks and doing this is this easy. And like, you just watch money flow up and down. It's like mesmerizing. Yeah. I mean, this feels like, this is to maybe because I put more money in than I would like playing roulette or something. But this feels like way more exhilarating than a casino. Yeah, I think because there's more at stake for sure, and there's there's at least for this situation, there's like a story behind it that you can feel good about. You know, you feel good yeah. about like you know fucking the man, like giving it to the man, um, and you're making money. It's like it's a double win. Whereas the casino, you're you kind of feel like a little bit of a degenerate. At least I do. You know. Yeah, you feel a little sleazy. Yeah, it's got a sleazy kind of stick to it, but like we're invest, you're like investing. You know. <laughs> You're kind of like a, a top-notch citizen, you know, like, oh, you know, I know what I'm doing. I looked at uh, I looked at Bloomberg Terminal this morning. I <laughs> better watch out. I skimmed the headlines. Oh, yeah, yeah, I read a Wall Street Journal article two days ago, so I know what I'm into. <laughs> yeah, you know, I've been watching Jim Cramer YouTube videos, so <laughs> I'm ready. But yeah, man, it's definitely a movement. Like a lot of big people are get, jumping on board. Like Mark Cuban and uh, Elon Musk are all like tweeting about it. Um, I saw the Stool Presidente is uh, up in arms over 
Robin Hood. So I think Robin Hood's in big trouble after this. Um, and even Nancy Pelosi said they're going to look into it. So, yeah, I think it's fucked up. I mean, it's fucked up what Robin Hood did. Um, I never heard of them to be honest, but, uh, I guess they have a big following. I actually, I'm on a TD Ameritrade and I have to say, I, I would look for other places because I spent too much money very easily. Like, they have a thing called margin where you essentially borrow money and because they make it so hard to see like exactly how much you have, I dipped into the margin and now like I don't want to be in the margin. So I had to take more money from my bank account and put it in, put it in there TD because right. I spent over like, ah, that's a bit annoying. That is annoying. Uh, I would say that's yeah. kind of like their thing with online trading is Robinhood's the same way. They make it so easy to upload money and it's like a video game almost but it's this is like real money you're spending you almost don't think about it they were letting me borrow like uh i would say like 80 percent of my account that's crazy yeah that's like, it's you like, shouldn't allow this to be borrow your... money to do that i feel like yeah yeah and then and it doesn't say like okay you if you make this purchase you're going in the margin it's just you you made the purchase and then you check a margin and you're in negative. And right. You're like what the, what the hell? So that's a bit annoying. I didn't like that. Um, but yeah, we'll see tomorrow's the, I think tomorrow's the big day. Um, yeah, it's going to be a wild ride, but you know what? Neil Armstrong, you know, he didn't get to moon his first try. <laughs> I didn't do it in one day. That's true, man. You got to hold on to that ship. We're going to be watching all day tomorrow. Let's shift gears to the other big conspiracy we've been watching, or at least me and you, the NFL being fixed. And I'll just start off by saying this. I think it's no small thing that Roger Goodell has been at every playoff game of Tom Brady, and he just happens to get to the Super Bowl again. You know, I, this was my original prediction for the Super Bowl was Tom Brady versus Patrick Mahomes because that's what they want to see. That's what Goodell wants to see. That's what the NFL wants to see. That's what's good for ratings. And look who it is. It's Tom Brady versus Patrick Mahomes, young star versus the old star. I mean, it's a little too perfect. It's too good to be true. You know, when somebody once asked me, what's your favorite Star Wars line? And of course, there's so many, right? Mm -hmm. uh, Luke, I am your father. Uh... You know, force be with you. No. It's high and solo. It's too quiet. It's too quiet. It's too perfect in the NFL. <laughs> and I mean, there's been plenty of history of pro sports being fixed. There's too much money in it for not to be fixed. Similar to the stock market, man. People have too much interest in it. There's been countless players who've come out and say, like, the NFL scripted. Um, former Chicago Bears running back. Uh, Benny Cunningham admitted the league is scripted, said he couldn't go into more detail due to a NDA he signed with the NFL. Um, so, I mean, I am totally on board that it's scripted. It, how is Tom Brady this good at 40-some at years old, you know? Do you remember, you know, do you know any 43-year-olds? Or maybe remember when your, you know, dad or uncle's 43? There's no way they're throwing touchdown passes like that, man. You know what? I don't think that's really Tom Brady. I think it's a clone. Or a duplicate. I could get on board with that. How is he not aged at all, you know? 
he looks great. He looks better. He looks than he's, he did in he's got better from his draft day. Have you seen that draft day photo? He looks like a a sleazeball. He's like skin and bones. He looks like an average Ale. guy. Yeah. And now he's like ripped and just looks perfect. There's some kind of work going on there. I don't know what it is. Maybe some steroids. Something something fishy up with Tom Brady. I tell you what, more evidence. Let's look at Packers Buccaneers game. Mm-hmm. End of the first half. I think Buffalo Wild Wings moment. Kevin King takes a false step, maybe plants his face, uh, a foot in the little gavit in the turf. Touchdown, Scotty Miller before the half. <laughs> and you look at the penalty in the fourth quarter. Come on, they didn't call any interference the whole game, and then they call it there to give. Oh, Brady that was such time. a bad call, man! They hadn't called shit on the Buccaneers all game. If we want to talk about real fixing, like okay, Tom Brady's a clone. You know, I get behind that. Maybe not our average listener does, but there was plenty of instances of bad calls in that game. They called nothing on the Buccaneers, and it seemed like they called all the tic tacky fouls on the Packers. You can't tell me that that wasn't on purpose. No, it was absolutely on purpose. And look, you think Mahomes? You think that was really Patrick Mahomes on the AFC side after he got <laughs> fucking KO'd a week ago? Dude, he didn't I tell you what, that was that was. Yeah. I tell you what, they turned the cloning machine on as soon as he got <laughs> yeah, wobbly on. Fire it up! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Uh, so definitely, so we got two clones in the playoffs, um, in the Super Bowl, excuse me, and we got refs fixing the game. I mean, that's um, the most likely areas for the refs to fix the game. We've seen countless, you know, flip-floppy calls, all playoffs. It, it just, you know, that's where you can easily fix the game in the NFL. Those pass interference calls are so big, so pertinent to a team winning. That's, I mean, it's the spot of the foul, automatic first down. Yes, it's like yes. it essentially gives you a field goal for free. You know, you could easily manipulate it this year. Yeah. You could just say, let's say uh, – so-and-so goes in, tests positive for corona, but he doesn't have symptoms. Right. Oh, yeah, you're good. Put him out there. Go ahead. See or, you Sunday. Or how about all know? the delays they did with the Ravens and the Steelers? Fucked up the Steelers' whole schedule, man. But then they don't do yeah. it for certain other teams. They just pick and choose what team to delay or what team not to because their stars aren't playing. Or they made the Broncos play with, like, a wide receiver, a quarterback. Yeah. Because they didn't they care about them. the Broncos. They care about the Ravens. They got a young, dynamic team. Where's the Drew Locke clone? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Cloning machine only works three times a year, I guess. <laughs> only for the top players. Uh, boy, yeah. Crazy week in the NFL. Troy, I got a gambling question for you. So, yeah. I spent some money last week. I lost it all, pretty much. Uh, so, I lost about 50 British pounds. Uh, but this site gave me 100. Yeah. Because I'm new or whatever. So now I have 150 to play with. I'm not going to bet on any weird shit like soccer or like Australian lip reading. Right. I'm going to bet on the Super Bowl. Why wouldn't you? There's so many fun prop bets in the Super Bowl. Should I just go wild? Because basically, uh, I'm essentially going to lose. I could either make a lot of money or right. lose a lot of money, depending on what happens tomorrow. You should do up. the craziest parlay you could possibly do. I like that. I like that. Like you got to pick Gatorade color. You got to pick who scores first. You got to pick, mm-hmm. you know, touchdown, halftime performance. I remember last year there was some butt cleavage. There's got to be something with the weekend, you know, like does he come out with Coke on his face or something like that? Um, last year, last year I got totally screwed at the butt cleavage. 
Like, yeah. I won the bet and they, they didn't give me the money. They said I, there was I mean, no butt was cleavage, but there was, right? Yes, exactly. It was total BS. Who who denotes um, that? I mean, who gets to pick? That's kind of like an arbitrary thing, really. Like what it is defined as butt cleavage. I would say the crack. If you see a crack. Right. Crack is whack. Or are they talking about opposite butt cleavage? Like the the bottom part of the butt coming out. Like the glutes, the booty? Yeah. Like a high, like a high, high like waist. a wedgie, you got a really high wedgie, you know. Uh, so, you, well, that's tough because you could see some outer cheek pretty easily, you know, if it was like a V. Right. Uh, Who picks these things? You know, they're like really well, analyzing I, in there. I was using a Angolan uh, website, so mm. it, it's pretty. You arbitrary, probably got yeah. your identity stolen. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. So uh, yeah, NFL's fixed. Wall Street is fixed. It's all moved to freaking New Zealand. You know what we need? Not Bernie to be president, but I think Bernie needs to be commissioner of the NFL. I think we'll have a lot more uh, egalitarian NFL if Bernie comes on board. Yeah, but he has to always wear mittens. <laughs> There's, I, there's so much wrong in the NFL, man. You got this like f- fixing that we're talking about. That's obviously true. But then there's all these like other things that Seahawks offensive lineman um, had that horrible case with oh his his girlfriend. And then the Seahawks don't even say anything about it. The NFL doesn't care. Uh, I mean, if he probably doesn't go to jail, he'll probably be on a team. The Seahawks put out a statement the last time I ch- I don't know how what their timing was, but the last thing I checked is they did put out a statement. I mean, it's just, it seems like there's no consistency there. Like, AB, no, look at Antonio Brown. He's on a team after all his allegations. Yeah. Big Ben. I mean, all back in the day, but still, he's been the quarterback to for me, like 30 years now. To me, Brown is the worst. How does this, like, I just feel like, yeah, okay, you people fuck up. You should get a second chance. But, like, when did he show, like, remorse? Never. Or accountability? He didn't give a shit. And look who look what team he's on. Funny that is. He's playing with Brady. Brady got what he wanted again. Fucking fixed. Do you think it was the Antonio Brown clone that had was not <laughs> throwing dildos at people or raping women? I could get that. I could get behind that. That it's a clone out there because right. he seems very quiet this year, man. I don't know if Brady got to him, injected him with his little serum that he uses, but dude, I would if I was a GM, I would be like. Okay, Antonio Brown, we're gonna pay you this big contract, but you have to take this fucking like these three different pills that make you not fucking crazy. <laughs> um, Get him on some uh, prescriptions, yeah. huh? Yeah. I mean, that's totally not legal. <laughs> no, not at all. I mean, I don't I think mean, you even give the guy a chance. Like, yeah, he's a a pretty good receiver, but there's plenty of other talent out there. You know what I mean? Like, I think you ban him from the league. You and this same with this uh, Seattle tackle. I don't know his name, but ban him from the league. Anything sad. that ridiculous, like that obscene and violent, they shouldn't have to be in the league. You know? Yeah. They said he so almost his name, killed his girlfriend. His name is Chad Wheeler, and he did get. So let's give the Seahawks a little credit. I think. I don't know what the timing was, so don't like I'm not defending them, but they did cut him, and they put out a statement that said, "We feel really bad for the victim, and we hope that he gets help." Yeah, I I did. So I did. See they that. did sort of cover their themselves with that, you know. Right. 
I, I don't know if they cut him or if he was a free agent. I, I don't know the answer. But they the, the statement said Chad Wheeler is a free agent and has no association with the Seahawks at this time. See, I think that was where people took problem with that. Like, they just kind of covered themselves and, like, you know, uh, didn't denounce it and things like that. Um, so I think that was kind of where the criticism came from because the NFL has a horrible, horrible history with, you know, domestic violence, and they kind of just cover it up every time and, and worry more about profits rather than, you know, those more kind of moral things. Yeah, I mean, you've seen – basically, I think it's not as bad if you're a quarterback because quarterback, everything is amplified by one million. Right. But if you're a D lineman, O lineman, linebacker, even wide receiver, or um, what's the dude, uh, uh, Kareem Hunt, the yeah. running back, like all these people have really shady things. Uh, yeah, man. I don't know. It's tough, like because you want to have this idea of second chances, but um, the Antonio Brown situation, like, how does he get a second chance? Like he never said, like, and he. He was on Twitter saying wild stuff, and now he's now he's playing in the fucking Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. He might get a Super Bowl ring, man. You know, where's the fucking justice in this world? There is no, no justice, man. It's these big, big ass corporations and run it. These big hedge funds can run Wall Street and manipulate any way they want. Same with the NFL; yeah. they, they can manipulate whatever they want, whatever wind flows, and there's there's no one to stop them. Yeah. So if you're fucking pissed off like us, go in your fucking Ameritrade account, wait for a little bit of a dip, and buy some fucking GameStop right now so you can take it to the fucking moon. <laughs> and we'll and we're gonna work on more uncovering this cloning theory we have about about Brady. And we're definitely gonna follow up on that. Absolutely, absolutely. But I think. I think that was a good a good episode for today. So just to recap, buy fucking GameStop and let's get rich. Okay? <laughs> hey guys, thanks for listening to another episode of All Right Shut Up. Make sure to go ahead and leave us a review. Help us grow the podcast. All right, shut up. Catch us next week on all your favorite podcast sites.